Hi everyone, welcome to the Permission to Become podcast. This is a podcast about Asian American women exploring their boundaries and permissions around self-discovery and personal empowerment. In this podcast, we will dive into the untold tales of Asian American women breaking out of who they should be and becoming who they truly are. My name is Joyce Bao, and I'm your host on this podcast. Hi, listeners! Welcome back to another episode of the Permission to Become podcast. Today, I like to talk about the topic of perfectionism, how perfectionism shows up in our lives, how perfectionism is actually a form of fear in disguise, preventing us from becoming the truth of who we are, and finally, how you can break the habit of perfectionism and turn that into your permission to become. So first, I'll talk a little bit about the different ways in which perfectionism shows up in life, and then I'll share a little bit of my own story with perfectionism and how that's impacted my life. So the two prominent ways perfectionism can show up are one procrastination and two judgment of others. So for me, growing up, I was very much of an overachieving perfectionist at school. I was constantly striving to bring home straight A's so I can receive the stamp of approval from my parents to know that I'm good enough. I rarely celebrated my accomplishments and instead would spend my time and energy focusing on all my little imperfections, like getting an A minus. In a way, my perfectionism served me when I was younger because it propelled me to work harder. To achieve, to get into a good school, and later get a good job. However, in my professional life, my need for perfectionism translated into me spending countless hours preparing for a presentation the day before、um, I was going to present it, and staying up until two in the morning to fix up some wording, font sizes, or. The size of the circles in my slide deck. So over time, my need for perfectionism actually became a source of stress and anxiety. I started to dread initiating any high-stake projects because of my unreasonable high standards、um, that I have set for myself. So my fear of not being perfect actually became a Barrier for me to just start taking action, and that's when I started to develop this habit of procrastination, where I would delay working on any high priority projects until the last minute, when the stress has escalated to a point where I had to get started, and then I drop everything to just hyper focus on finishing the project and getting it to that level of perfection. And it just became this roller coaster ride、um, for me of riding on the highs and lows of between my stress and perfectionism. And in addition to that, I not only did I have this high standard for myself, I also held high standards and expectations for others, especially with those I worked with. So. I would catch myself being 
skeptical or judgmental of other people I work with and um, also just be skeptical of their their work um, because I had this fear of oh it might not be perfect so instead of just being open and accepting of um, what others are contributing to for example a project we're working on together I would often have some judgment about how things should be and would resist um, other people's help or would essentially try to take it over and um, do it on my own. So these two forms of perfectionism actually led to an incident at work. So one time I was given this huge responsibility to drive a part of this three-day workshop with 30 to 40 other stakeholders. Um, this is a very high priority project and I just started to dread starting um, to work on this project to the point that I delayed until the very last minute and actually didn't have enough time to complete all the work and I also didn't really ask for help from much of the other people I was working with so I came into the workshop with really half-baked ideas and at that moment I really felt the repercussions of my um, my habit and I felt so guilty and so ashamed of myself for letting others down and letting myself down and it became this turning point for me when I ask myself, is it really worth the cost to continue to keep up my need for perfectionism? And my answer was no. So the truth is, perfectionism is actually a form of fear in disguise. It's a symptom of an underlying negative self-belief rather than a cause and that self-belief is usually in a form of I'm not good enough so I have to achieve and I have to be perfect so that I am worthy and um, I can receive validation from others and over time this kind of self-belief, this negative self-belief um, and self-perception actually become a form of self-rejection and denial um, because we're essentially telling ourselves that it's not okay for me to be flawed and if you think about it inherently as human beings like we are made to be flawed we're, we're not perfect um, but we're here to learn um, along the way and to learn how to be ourselves so after I became aware of this habit and how it's impacting my life um, I really wanted to break the cycle um, but I didn't know how so I'll share with you kind of my process and this is a has been a gradual process over time of how I actually started to chip away at 
this pattern of needing to be perfect. So soon after that incident at work, and I was just feeling so, so much like shame and and guilt and all that that negative emotion. One day, I happened to have walked past this local fitness center, and I saw a sign written outside that said, "Strive for progress, not perfection." And I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, what a great mantra!" And I decided to adopt that mantra into that period of my life, and. I realized that when I, when I did that, I actually began to give myself the permission to just start doing, and to give myself the permission to be imperfect. So instead of being afraid to start a project because of my fears. I just told myself, strive for progress. Take one small step, even if it's just sitting in front of a computer for ten minutes, to get started, and that is good enough for me. So that was a huge shift for me to just really to live by that mantra of striving for per- progress, not perfection.、Um, some other more constructive ways. Of, for me, of turning perfectionism into permission,、um, is to learn something new, so that I can become a beginner again, where I have to learn through failing. So, as someone who likes to meticulously prepare for everything, and.、Um, And, and putting myself in an environment where I don't have the luxury of time to prepare and per- per- perfect my craft、um, has been a really great way for me to lean into my discomfort and to give myself that permission to fumble and fail and to check in with like, well, how is it sitting with me? How am I feeling? How can I start to get more comfortable? With that discomfort, so、um, in this past year, I've dared myself to try a lot of different new hobbies.、Um, that really kind of takes me to that edge of discomfort,、um, from taking belly dan- dancing lessons to、um, singing. And one of the best practices that I have found、um, to To really learn to give myself that permission、um, was actually learning improv. So, in improv, there are there's so many great things about improv,、um, but there are two key principles that I learned that were so helpful、um, in addressing this this fear and in overcoming this pattern of perfectionism. And the first is To always go into a situation or a scene with this yes and mentality. So whatever arises, whether it's from you or from your partner,、um, the idea is just to yes and that. So、um, there's no rejection. It's more you're adding on to what 
happened, what just happened. And I love that because it just enabled me to fully embrace everything that I did and to see that as positive rather than kind of mulling over like, oh, did I make a mistake? Is this the best choice? And then the second is to celebrate the, they call it the happy accidents because there's no failure in improv. And this is another really great principle. So at the very beginning, we will learn to whenever we make a mistake to everybody just celebrates. And we, this allowed me to start to really develop a positive association and a positive relationship with the act of failing and to realize that it's actually okay. It's not such a scary thing. Um, but rather like I did something, I took action and I participated. I was engaged in this collaborative process. Um, also, um, practicing improv made me become hyper aware of my inner critic and the hidden beliefs that I had because, um, because improv is so present and um, it al- allowed me to, uh, whenever I feel this fear of not wanting to say say something or contribute, I became aware of the of these beliefs in my head, such as, am I saying something interesting to others? Um, is this funny enough? And <laughs> And over time with practice, um, even though in, in the beginning it was incredibly daunting, I've learned to just give myself the permission to allow for any happy accidents and to just embrace whatever imperfection um, imperfections I have and to, to allow myself to play, to play in the scene, to be engaged and to co-create in this process and of this um the magic of this messy the messy presence that we're all creating together so what i learned from turning my perfection into perfectionism into permission to fail is that i there there are really different ways i can live my life so I can either blame myself for every little mistake that I made or I can simply celebrate and um, celebrate every time I'm taking action and be open to adapt along the way um, to in order to continue this this journey of life and so I hope this is kind of sitting sitting with you and um, this is a pretty short episode so from this talk today I want to I want you to just start to examine your life and ask yourself where my perfectionism uh, show up in your life and how can you start to turn that perfectionism into your permission 
to allow yourself to fail upwards, to adore your imperfections, and to simply be free to do you. And lastly, I would say when you're experimenting with learning to fail upwards, if possible, try to find a positive and supportive environment that can really celebrate and welcome your failures so that over time you can start to rewire this pattern in your brain and start to associate um, taking actions and making mistakes with these positive emotions and positive experiences. So time back to um, the theme of the season, which is the permission to bloom into your true essence. When we learn to turn our perfectionism into permission, we're actually cultivating a form of self-love and self-acceptance on our journey to coming home to the truth of who we are. And it's a beautiful practice to allow more of our true selves to bloom and blossom. So thank you so much for listening again. And I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, I'd love to hear from you on how this episode has resonated with you. So feel free to email me at hello at permission to become.com or DM me on Instagram at, at permission to become. Also, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, I'd love to, for you to drop a review. So thank you and have a wonderful day.